guys welcome back to the polish teller it's your girl rachel michael and i'm super excited because last week was mind-blowing i mean i was receiving all of this love and i'm like goodness where is all of this coming from but i know my people they are very supportive and the polish teller community is growing every single day i want to say thank you for subscribing and thank you for listening and thank you for all of your messages and all of your love i really appreciate and yes we all continue in the series of the diary of the polish teller and today is going to be fun because we're going to take it back to my background how it all started and where i have come so far so stay tuned yo welcome back okay so last week was i mean last week was so emotional for me i, I didn't even know how i was able to survive all through last week i mean just putting it out there and i got so much love so many people coming and just saying things and i'm like <laughs> all right we are doing this and we are doing well so thank you so much for your support so this week we're talking about um how my background or how we all started Yes, I came from a family of seven, my mom, my dad, my sister Glory, my sister Blessing, my brother Kingsley, and my brother, my favorite small little duo, <laughs> Chinoza. And yes, we are just an average family. We live, we breed, we go to school. We, we just have the normal basic things of life. I mean, what my parents could afford and they give me the best they could. And I'm so grateful to my mom and my dad for all of your support and all of your love. So growing up as a child, my mom was told me that at age three, I was molested and I was like, oh my God. But I didn't know all of that. I didn't know all of that. I mean, I was small, I was a kid. I, I can't know all of that. So, but my parents are very busy people. They are always trying to make ends meet for me and my siblings. So they were always busy doing one thing or the other. They didn't have much time to really take care of me and my siblings and so i had to assume the role at a very early age of becoming a mother to my siblings which sometimes i not sometimes i don't even advise parents to really leave especially their girl child even their boy child to the hands of their neighbors to fit in because all of this in turn tells on the children and it tells on how they are going to become in the future I made so many mistakes. I started sleeping around because I got exposed to so many things. I got exposed to pornography. I got exposed to so many things at a very early age, which led to one thing and the other, which led to other things. I became a bad kid, very bad. I mean, when I say bad kid, I'm not saying just bad. I'm saying bad kid. Like I, I, I do so many stuff that when I, when I sit down right now and I look at it and I'm like, how did I even get there? I just noticed that my parents were not always around to really take care of those things and in turn I had to assume a room too early and which I had back fours and which I was exposed to so many things stealing pornography um, masturbation sleeping around all of those stuff we had the exposure I had at a very early age which was very very corrupting and I became a grandmaster in telling lies. Oh my God, I could tell lies for Africa. You don't want to do it. <laughs> so all of those stuff were what happened. And as I was growing up, all through secondary, all through primary school rather, I had bad friends and um, we did 
plenty stuffs then by promises i was avoiding how so i was avoiding school i was sneaking out of school going out of my friends doing so many bad things and then i got to gss1 i stayed with my parents through primary to gss1 and my mom was like no you're not gonna take this child in and make her stay here and do shit no she's not gonna stay here so they had to send me to my uncle hmm. now let's go to my uncle's house and let's really talk about that shit so in my uncle's house I, I i missed home i i missed my family and i really wanted to do things and feel the love of my parents but well they've thrown me out they've thrown me out so they sent me to my uncle my uncle wasn't married when they sent me there but he later got married and when he got married my auntie was so mean to me i mean she did so many terrible horrible things to me that i i even made a vow as a kid when before i left there i would never step foot in my uncle's house although right now i'm a repentant child and god has helped me heal from all of those emotions and right now i go to my uncle's house i love my cousins i love my uncle and his wife my auntie and they are very good people right now but then i used to hate them so my auntie was so mean to me she would pinch me on my face she would beat me unnecessarily she would do so much to me and to the point that my uncle told her to put me in a government in a private school and she wanted to put me in a government school like that's me that's me that's that's rude but i'm just joking but in that stage everybody was going through hard times everybody was going through hard times so i felt like my was worse my was my was just way out of it and i was trying so hard to get my life together but it was hard because my auntie wasn't making it easy my auntie would tell her friends bad things about me and those ones in turn would maltreat me and it was crazy it was so crazy and then I after GSS three, I went back to my uh, my parents' place, and they did SS one and SS two. And after SS two, I wrote exam. I didn't do SS three. I was assistant social prefect, but I didn't do SS three. So I wrote exam, but then I keep failing. So failing all through the while, in that process of my secondary school, when I came back to um, my parents, I then was almost going to become a cultist <laughs> if god has not taken me i feel i felt like god made the rape incident happen because if god hadn't made that rape incident happen i would have found a way to come back from the village to lagos and i would have become a cultist but god made the rape incident happen somewhat i would not say it's all of totally of god but god had to orchestrate an a situation that would save me from becoming a cultist and I have this France next to me <laughs> and God helped me to go through that process so I was a lonely child I needed my parents support but I wasn't able to talk to my parents because they were always blaming me they were always looking for one thing to say about me they were always beating me they were always maltreating me somewhat somewhat I feel like it was a maltreatment and and all of those things in turn made me even worse sometimes I belong to a dance crew and the skyrockers and then I would jump fences to go for dance rehearsals or to go for dance programs and when I come back I know that last last they go beat me 
so that was the mindset I have so in all of this it was painful because then not now my parents are more of a listener right now they had to learn the hard way to listen to their children but then they didn't have this listening skill so it was hard for me to communicate with my parent because they would not listen so last week i was going to say that um for the rape victim don't think that the whole world is on you there are many cases where sometimes it's not even your parents that are the issue it might be you because of your waywardness or just just something would have orchestrated it is not always that we are victim like i was working and then got raped but it could be so many things it could be your husband raping you it could be so many things but i want to say something learn to heal it's the stigma is not going to leave you definitely but learn to heal and be better find a attach the bible attach the word of god the word of god is so divine that if you attach it to what your situation you're going through you'll be able to heal from it so on today's episode i'm going to say another thing don't always blame people for not doing their job right it's your position it's your um would i say it's your position or you have the power or the autonomy like a friend of mine would say you have the autonomy to do what you need to do to get out of the situation you need to get out of you don't have to or necessarily have to think or overthink things and try to blame other people for your own fault sometimes it might be their fault but you have the autonomy to decide to remain in your pain or to go through and become a better person so these are all of the things I had to learn the hard way that nobody's going to save me. If I keep blaming the people who raped me that um, because they did this thing, I have to remain the way I am. I'm going to be stuck at where I am and not move forward. I'm not going to be able to, I would have not rather be able to meet the people I've met so far in my life that have really imparted me, have really changed my perspective on things. I wouldn't have met them. So I'm going to advise anybody listening to this podcast today, don't blame people for your misdoings. Majority of what happened to me was 90% my misdoings and 10% others because I let them get to me. If I hadn't let them get to me, I wouldn't, I would have thought of better ways to talk to my parents or better ways to do things that would not help me resort to where I was. But I felt like I need to pay my parents back. I need to pay everybody back for mistreating me and then I became more badder. I went into bad things. I did a whole lot of shit because I wanted to feel loved. I wanted them to recognize I was existing, but there would have been better ways that I would have done it and it wouldn't have resorted to what it resorted to. So I would say that learn to own up, learn to stand for yourself, learn to take the authority over your life, hand it over to God, but do your part to become a better person. If I had known this before, I wouldn't have been where I am, but yes, I thank God for the process I had to go through all in life and get to the point where I am, that I'm able to get on with all of this and see a good in it and try to make something good out of it. I'll say people that are listening to the Polish Teller, 
you have the power you have the autonomy my background had so much in the foundation that we are not right but i was partially responsible for my life but i didn't take responsibility so i'm saying that you should take responsibility for your life and own it and make it work and start doing things that's going to take you and align you to your process but first remembering that god is the power that is going to help you heal and it's going to help you run your race and finish it well so thank you for listening Thank you so much guys for listening to today's episode like i am so thrilled that i'm doing this diary section it's not something i'm going to do all through i probably would do like eight ten episodes on this or even six episodes on this before we move to back to our life why the polish still exists image consulting brand marketing and fashion but thank you so much for listening to this. I am super excited. And do not forget to follow me on all of my social media at It's Rachel Michael. I'm trying to be like an authority with that. I tell Rachel Michael and all of the social media. And also do not forget to follow The Polish Teller at The Polish Teller on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And also, do not forget to subscribe to this podcast, send in your reviews, leave a message, send me a message. And if you want to be part of our future show after the diary section, you can always send me a message. And yes, guys, till I see you, keep being unique, keep being blessed. And remember, nobody could be like you. You are just one on earth and you are uniquely blessed. Love you and I'll see you in the next one.